you gotta check out this new podcast from Audio Chuck called Armored. Robbing an armored truck is one of the most difficult and dangerous crimes someone can commit. Can you imagine trying to rob an armored truck? I don't even know where to begin. But uh, if a suspect is successful, the payoff could be millions of dollars all at once, which is why throughout the decades, some men and women have tried to execute the perfect plan to net one of these mobile money pots. Every time I see a armored truck now, I'm going to think mobile money pot. Well, in this 10-part series, host Jake Brennan details some of the most daring and deadly armored truck heists in history that left lasting marks on society and law enforcement agencies across the world. Episodes are available to binge right now, and new ones come out every week. Don't miss a single episode of Armored. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, audiochuck.com for more. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. On a different studio setup here, so hopefully everything's okay. It's sounding all right. I don't know. We'll, we'll just get through it any way we can. Um, Let's just get it over with. Just get it over with. Get her done. Um, everyone's here. Katie's back from assignment. She hey, hey, hey. Very long assignment. Chris, of course, <laughs> here. Jason. Hello. Hello. Uh, a lot to talk about, as always. There were there were some really uh, crazy news that came out about AT and T, and a lot of AT and T customers are upset because AT and T may have indirectly uh, helped support the insurrection, and also uh, more insurrection news on top of that uh, about uh, Donald Trump and the uh, everything happening with the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about. Um, Oh, God. Are you doing okay, Eddie? I mean, I, if somebody say something, there's too much going on. You, you, <laughs> I mean, you, you had it, but you seemed uh, already exhausted. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. This show's very exhausting. And you just set up a new computer. I mean, I, I need somebody else to run the, the technical. I've always wanted that. It's never happened. I mean, Chris, some, I, we need you to run somebody, somebody outside of all of us. We need like just a technical producer that presses buttons so I don't <laughs> have to do it. What a job that would be. It's really hard to like uh, think about what you want to say, but also press buttons. Well, you're a master. I, I think you do a great job. And I, you just you do seem, an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. But it's uh, some days. It's sometimes it's a little rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. When you're trying to run everything over here. Yeah. Where's our big producer? Why don't we have a producer by now? <clears throat> we should have That's a producer. The, yeah. John Hammer. Maybe not. We need, we need You're so in a position <laughs> within the company to make that happen for the show. We need to find yeah. someone that we can just call John Hammer, regardless of their name. They will be known as John Hammer. Male or female. Yeah. Is there somebody that wants to work for <laughs> seven twenty five an Great. hour for only two hours a week? <laughs> <laughs> no benefits. Maybe three hours a week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, how's everybody doing before we jump into this? I, I, you know, I, I, I would like to, to leave the star of the show a little bit open in case there's anything anybody wants to talk about. Chris is in a different location than he normally is. I can't believe you yeah. brought your whole rig over to this new location Yeah, that you're visiting. Yeah. It, it's, uh, thought it would be more work to set it up than it was, but like I gave myself an hour and after 10 minutes, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess I just had to, uh, Put in the Wi-Fi password and plug in my mic and headphones. I guess it's not that big of a deal. 
Where are you? So you are at your. Uh, your I am at my. Uh, yeah, my in-laws' place. Yeah. Are you on vacation? Uh, no, no, we're just doing an overnight. You know, they live just an hour away, and uh, yeah, we're just helping them do some cleaning tomorrow, and yeah, that's pretty yep. cool. So where? So you seem to be in a guest bedroom of some sort. Yeah. Yep. In the basement. Yeah. In Watertown, Pen- or not Pennsylvania, <laughs> Watertown, Wisconsin. You don't even know where you are. Watertown, Pennsylvania is founded right for some reason. What? I don't know. Why. Are you sure it's not called Waterton? Yes. Yes. I am sure. Yeah. Hmm. Watertown. Yeah. I assumed it was Waterton too when I first met my wife, but it is Watertown. Hmm. Gotcha. Learn something new every day. And, no. Oh, okay. Interesting. Is that interesting? That's not that interesting. Yeah. We're trying to make it seem like it's more interesting than it is. But We got Katie here, though. Katie. Yeah. It's been a while, yeah. Katie. It's been a while. Yeah. You're coming to us live from your she shed. I am reporting live from the she shed. Which is really awesome. Uh, really cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. She shed slash office. And behind you, there's a sign that says alt-right delete. I like that. Yeah. I made that for my last protest I did. Amazing. Nice. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, AT&T is making a lot of people angry. So let's jump into that story as part of the Dirty Deets. Here's what you need to know on its news to us. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. OAN, One American News. It's a far-right network that's really gained popularity over the last four to five years in uh, large part to uh, covering DJT and his uh, crazy shit. Um, Reuters uh, did a special investigation and found the AT&T Reuters. Reuters. What'd I say? Reuters. 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 Reuters News Network. Reuters did a special investigation uncovering the AT&T, the world's largest communications company, helped finance OAN up to the tune of 90% of their total income. Whoa. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So that is a lot. Yeah. And OAN is so weird. In in case people aren't familiar with OAN, it's sort of like is an even more batshit crazy version of Fox News, if you can imagine. Way more batshit crazy. Yeah, it's all right. And I'm a, see I when I when the story broke I was really kind of annoyed because I'm an AT&T customer and I oh. literally just updated my contract like a couple weeks ago cuz I upgraded my phone. So mm. now what am I supposed should, to do? You should go into call the store and, and be like uh out. yeah this is a breach of contract. I didn't agree <laughs> to be a contract, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> funding Nazis. I yeah, I didn't agree to yeah. fund this crap. So uh yeah, let me out. I know. I pay a lot of money every month for them to just do OAN over there. Well, just to throw a little curveball, uh, AT&T also owns HBO and CNN. So considering oh, okay. we pay for they, HBO, they we're, CNN we're, as well. Yeah, we, we actually uh, help uh, fund it as well. Eddie, you're not alone. So in order to boycott AT&T, you also have to boycott CNN and HBO. I don't really watch CNN. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't really either. 
But the inve- I do watch some HBO. So the yeah. investigation came from um, testimony that was brought up in court uh, about a year ago. Um, a, a former employee of OAN sued OAN for racial discrimination and um, wrongful termination of employment. And that's where this testimony came from um, and was unearthed in court documents. Uh. Yeah, because you'd think that we would know this by now, but that's crazy. It is. Robert Herring Sr. Uh, was originally, he got into the game of television uh, when he launched a TV network called Wealth TV, who was for the affluent individual. And they weren't. <laughs> How boring. They weren't, they weren't being picked up anywhere. And finally, uh, AT&T. Used, what kind of programming could they have on that? Like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. I don't know. Yeah. Where to buy your next houseboat. Yeah. How to get away with paying very little. It's paying your maid as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting how it's interesting how this relationship started, though. So Wealth TV wasn't being picked up uh, by any like large um, cable providers. And AT&T was launching a streaming service. Um, I forgot what it was called, Uh, but it was only to like five million people. Um, so it was, you know, relatively small and they agreed to bring on wealth TV with, with the condition that wealth TV would give them, uh, 18 cents for every viewer. So it was c- relatively a small contract, but within a year, AT&T closed on purchasing direct TV and they struck up another partnership where OAM, uh, or wealth TV and OAN would be launched onto direct TV. And that's where the relationship really happened because AT&T executives uh, in a meeting told uh, Herring that they thought that there was an opportunity to have another uh, right-wing news outlet, and that's where OAN really came from. An opportunity to have another batshit crazy network. Yeah. The demand is just so high. Demand's high. Cash can flow. Like, we'll be rich. Let's do it. Let- I wonder why they think that there's an opportunity. What is the opportunity? There's like, are are they saying like there are so many sponsors trying to sponsor shows on Fox News that there's not enough room for them? So that and viewership, right? So they, in yeah. their, their opinion, they said there was what, seven, I believe, um, left leaning media outlets and there was only one. Uh, right wing. So they, they thought that there was an opportunity to launch a, so they're saying that every outlet basically is left leaning except Fox news. And then right. Correct. (laughs) And now OAN. And we also have Newsmax. I feel like OAN is so fucking far out there though. Like they're like, not even like, they're like on another planet almost with their reporting. 100%. Can they even be considered news outlet? I, yeah, it does definitely seem more like a propaganda arm than yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's just it's just opinion, and it's you know the Rush Limbaugh show in TV form, like twenty four hours a day. I mean, it's it's pretty difficult though, because if you if you talk to you know a viewer of OAN or Newsmax or any of these um, news news quote unquote outlets, they would say the same thing about CNN and NBC and MSNBC and all that. They would say the exact same thing. That's where I think, 
you know, a lot yeah, of division happens one, is, is, is one be- of these viewers lives on planet Earth and one of these viewers doesn't. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, but everyone's like dug in. I, I think that's one of the major problems. Like we argue about what is fact. And it's really yeah, hard yeah. to there's combat only that one fact. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, that's there's but how do you reach the other here. side? How do you reach the other side? That's the question. I, I think it's off. really, really difficult. And it's, uh, yeah, I think that's why the situation is so dangerous as it is and why we saw violence on January 6th and why the potential for violence is still very real. Exactly why we saw violence on January 6th. And this yeah. OAN saw a big boost in viewership because of the big lie and the January 6th insurrection. Um, yeah, and they're basically profiting off of uh, people trying to overthrow the country. Not basically, they are. I mean, yeah, yeah democ- democracy can only work when people agree on a common, like a basic agreed set of facts. And like the disagreement is like, okay, well, what do we do with these facts? What's the best course of action? But if you can't come to the table with the same, like understanding of reality then negotiation and compromise is impossible you're not even speaking the same language right well what's scary is um november uh after biden was declared the winner of the election uh, a data firm sensor tower uh showed that 767,000 people installed the oan app uh that month which was nine oh. times more than in october and then oh, after God. January 6th, the uh, the attack on the U.S. Capitol, the app was, uh, spiked again to 517,000 people. There's also a picture of a, uh, of an individual um, um, uh, uh, breaking into the Capitol with an OAN flag. Uh, so how, <laughs> during do we, the insurrection. how do we like uh, categorize OAN as a hate group? The reporters, the producers, everyone there. Right. I mean, they have white supremacists on there pretty regularly. Like, it's it's scary stuff, for sure. Does the uh, Anti-Defamation League or uh, Southern Poverty Law Center have a position on OAN? That'd be interesting to look up. It would sure be. they do. I will say that uh, Dominion Voting Systems uh, is in the middle of a lawsuit against OAN, over the big Good. lie, and they're being uh, OAN's being sued for billions. Good. Mm. I'm sure Dominion's going to win that too. They won the last one. If you if you watch enough OAN, you will see enough of Mike Lindell and the My Pillow guy um, that you'll get a good night's rest. Though. <laughs> I wish he would. Or joke. nightmares. Ooh, <laughs> haunting you in your dreams. <laughs> And then it all like uh, is because of AT and T and this money that it, th- that they decided to seed into this, and we're all yeah, contributing to a that. lot, Eddie. Hey, yeah, I, yeah we, good we, job, Eddie. We pay my for, fault. We pay for <laughs> HBO. Ah, damn it! I've given them thousands of dollars over the years, and this is what they do with it. <laughs> Shit, we had Directv back then. We were part. We were probably a bigger contributor, Eddie. I mean, I have yeah. HBO Max. I have uh, AT and T yeah. phone. I like. I'm. I want out. We have HBO, HBO should uh, change its tagline to "It's not TV; it's a far right coup." Oh, yeah. 
bunch. Right. You know what's also crazy is um, two reporters from OAN were allowed to have uh, provide a private fund of $605,000, and they put that towards the audit in Arizona. So they have a direct relationship with the what? the audit in Arizona, the voting, uh, the yeah, the the ballot audit in Arizona that lasted like six months. Cyber ninjas. Cyber ninjas. Wow, they're just all wrapped up in this BS. Wow. Well, I hope I hope that the um, you know the investigation into the insurrection. I hope they they cover part of this as well. Well, we can talk about yeah. a little bit of that up next here in the news roundup because it's all it all goes together the senate judiciary committee on thursday released a report that describes in uh, detail how uh djt tried to repeatedly overturn the election in fact he asked the doj nine times to overturn the election results nine times uh 394 page Report that came out called Subverting Justice and Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois Democrat. He is the chair of the community uh, committee and he called the report, quote, damning. He said, quote, this report shows the American people just how close we came to a constitutional crisis. Thanks to a number of upstanding Americans in the Department of Justice, Donald Trump was unable to bend the department to his will, but it was not due to a lack of effort. Man, this guy went all in. It's I, it's worse than it looked on the surface. I mean, like the instructions were bad enough, but that was just that was like a, a final hurrah after everything else didn't work. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I haven't really heard about this report until just now. Or, you know, I didn't I didn't hear about it all of last week, and I I usually pay attention to things like this. This maniac uh, Trump, he he asked the Justice Department nine times to undermine the election result. Nine times. I really thought it would be more. And a lot of career like civil servants were like on board with him to a certain extent. Like they were kind of like going along with it up until a point, you know, Mm -hmm. like people that are still in the Biden administration even. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people still involved in the government that were a part of this whole thing, including senators and Congress people. I mean, it's I think crazy. One of the the scariest thing uh, that I've seen is fifty three percent of Republicans believe that DJT won and Biden is an illegitimate president. I mean, that's an astonishing number. Like, that's not a small percentage. That's like forty million people. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's scary. It is. I, what are we doing? Like, wh- what? What's going on? There, there needs to be accountability, and uh, I, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see it because everything's just so messed up. But two hundred thousand people signed a petition calling on Attorney General Merrick Garland to establish an independent DOJ task force to investigate potential federal, criminal, or civil violations. So people are are pressuring the government in that petition. Maybe you could find that and sign that if you want. But I don't know. Don't hold your breath there. Because if you're rich, you're powerful. There's no accountability in this country. I'm really kind of it's it's getting to the point where I'm just like over it. It's to the point where this is I I am like pretty scared because we have like this little bit of a break with Biden as president. But these people are still in the background. There really is no break. They're still in the background. They're still in power and they're plotting and and figuring out their next moves. Make no mistake. They're ramping up. 
Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're like, like rolling power. Like, like it's scary what they're doing at a state level in so many states mm-hmm. that's going to like project them into power at a federal level. And these are scary as fuck people. Like they're not like messing around. They yep. will gladly overturn the government. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. These are handmaid's tail motherfuckers. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and make it's no mistake. Very scary. Make no mistake. Uh, Trump will be running again in 2024. You just had yeah. a rally in uh, Iowa with uh, Chuck Grassley over the weekend. There is one, uh, one of these, I, man, I should have saved this article, but there's a guy that uh, is really real regarded and respected when it comes to predicting elections and outcomes. And he says, yes, Trump is going to win, but will not. Or, I mean, he's going to run, but will not win. I, I wish I had this article. This is kind of, interesting. oh my God, my heart stopped. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. This guy, like he's been a very, he's been one of the most accurate political, uh, uh, guy, uh, what are you, prognosticators? Yes, thank you. Yeah, Prognosticators. did he Trump winning in the last election that he won, though? What's that? Did he predict Trump winning last time? I'm not sure. I th- probably. I, I again, I should have just grabbed that article. I, I should have. Uh, yeah, yeah. But next time, maybe I'll I'm, remember. <clears throat> I will. I'm just going to vent quickly. Yeah, I, go ahead. I am sick of like all these news stories over all these years of how they've done criminal acts or you know they've done something wrong, and there is no accountability. Like you've touched on that a couple times, Eddie, but it's so yeah, just uh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's annoying. It's it's just it's not fair. Like, and I, I, it just it. Yeah, I don't know. Discour- it's discouraging. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Well, well uh, yeah. We'll keep pressing on, though. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts before we go into our news roundup? Or I think Chris, you're about to say something, or no? I was just uh, just agreeing with Jason. Yeah. Something so, uh, over too, by the way, behind you, Jason. <laughs> Sounded like there's a crash behind you. A crash. Hmm. I don't know what you're referring to. I thought I heard something fall down. Anyways, thanks again to our sponsor. Armored. It's a new podcast from Audio Chuck. This seems like a really cool podcast. It's about uh, people who rob armored trucks, which is really crazy. Have you guys ever seen an armored truck driving down the street and then thought to yourself, what if I just stop my car in front of it and tell the guy to get out? No, <laughs> no, uh, I no, I have. I mean, not <laughs> not in that way, but I, you know, okay, yeah, no, definitely. It's like, <laughs> and there's a lot of money in that truck. I wonder, what, yeah, I've definitely had the thought. I'm like, I wonder what it would take. Yeah, I it's mean, right there, because some of these armored trucks have millions of dollars, and uh, that's what this podcast is all about. It uh, details some of the men and women who have tried to execute the perfect plan to net one of these mobile money pots. Mobile money pot. That's what I'm going to think now when I see an armored truck. There goes a mobile money pot. You should also think that um, 99% of the people don't get away with it. Is that true? Um, well, we'll find out. Yeah, listen to this 10-part series host, uh, <laughs> Jake Edwards. 
Brennan, he'll, he'll detail some of the most daring and deadly armored truck heists. I would imagine deadly. I mean, you try to, you know, rob an armored truck, prepare to die. They do have weapons. Um, yes. And so they'll talk about in this podcast, some of the, the armored truck heists that have made the biggest impacts on society and law enforcement. Sounds like a really cool podcast called armored. Find it wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at audiochuck.com. Thank you armored for, uh, sponsoring. And we will definitely check out armored. All right. Back with more on its news to us. All right, we're back. It's news to us live on Adobe radio. Follow it's news to us on Twitter uh, to um, keep up with everything we're doing there. We post videos on Instagram. We're everywhere doing a bunch of stuff and things and yeah, whatever, follow it or not. We don't care, but you can (laughs) please follow us. (laughs) We have some great tweets coming at you. Do we? Yeah. What's the tweet of the week? Do you think? every day? Oh, we have a good. I tweet. was going to say we tweet <laughs> once a week if we want to or not. There's, yeah, there's a tweet at least once a week. Yeah, but they're doozies. They're they're good ones. They're good. They're doozies. Um, news roundup time now, right? Uh, anything before we get into the news roundup? Jason was just mentioning before, uh, in the break that he uses armored trucks regularly. That's true. For my uh, day job, I do. It's more interesting if you don't tell people it's for your day job. The fuck? What? <laughs> I don't get it. For personal use, you use armored trucks. Oh. Would you ever have... You no, know, I want to hear the real story. That's the story. I, that's it. That's the no, tweet. But that doesn't... Uh, yeah. I don't know I why Eddie brought it up. Say but there's nothing I, fun I about it. Chris is trying to say that's a terrible story, but he was... He didn't no, say it. Yeah. There As, was a terrible story. As the manager of an establishment, like there's regularly an armored truck that takes away your cash funds. Yeah. Why like can't fake runs? Okay. Is there a reason why All you right. can't just drive the cash to the bank yourself? I mean, I don't see why I used to. I did it for years. I don't I don't know the difference. These deposits that you have to call in an armored truck for it must be pretty big then, huh? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. What time are you going to have uh, the next armored truck there? All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to It's News to Us. Were you skimming from the top? Is that why they couldn't trust you anymore? They just could <laughs> never prove it. What would you do if you found out your child's teacher removed her mask and coughed all over your kid? It's News to Us. News Roundup. Yeah! phones and she had asked us you know to like not use our phones 14 year old Jacqueline Garza (laughs) says her teacher escalated things quickly I was like okay like okay and then she was like don't disrespect me like that soon that's when she got in my face she said don't disrespect me she was beating on my face with the mask off spitting on my face (laughs) it made me feel embarrassed um scared not only for me, but for the whole class. Jacqueline's mother. I was angry. And then Jacqueline says the teacher swore at her and eventually knocked her phone. She just slapped it on my hands. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what the hell's going on there? Jeez. So the teacher spit, spat on uh, that, that poor girl 
and um, uh, breathe into her face, which is something you, you can't do during COVID, right? You don't breathe in people's faces. You don't spit on people unless they ask for yeah. it. Was the teacher the one in the hot pink hair? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the teacher had wild hair, by the way. Usually the, the, the kids have the, the the colorful hair. I mean, I remember when it I was, was in- wearing like a t-shirt, too, wasn't she? Yeah, it looked like it. It's been casual Friday. I do remember like when uh, we were in public school, like we weren't allowed to have a hair color that was unnatural. Like you could dye your hair, but it couldn't be like yeah, something unnatural. And nowadays, apparently everyone can dye their hair any color, right? Including the, te- the teacher. Including the teacher. Yeah. Man, I sound like a real old asshole, don't I? I don't. I don't. I didn't even. I don't remember that being a thing. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty dumb rule because who cares? But um, I do remember was it that. A, oh, it would be a distraction to the learning environment. One of those kind of ideas. Who knows? But I remember it distinctly yeah. being a rule. I do too. But it's all changed. I'm sorry, I it got was, distracted um, by this. I, I remember the, those rules. It was like, uh, yeah, you could, in high school we couldn't have colored hair and no spaghetti straps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Like spaghetti straps because it's. This strap of the bra that is definitely capturing my attention in class as opposed yeah. to what the straps are holding up. But feel free to That's wear really a thong. crazy because those rules did not exist in my high school. Hmm. Oh, you were, yeah. you, you were able to wear spaghetti straps and have colored hair? Absolutely. What a wild school. Crazy. Crazy. That's just unheard of. Anyway, yeah. what would you guys do if your child was uh, spat on? Spat on. And yelled at? Cussed at? Well, I mean, first I would ask, what did you do to deserve this? That's, <laughs> Damn. That, that's fair. <laughs> uh, no, I would say what I would ask what happened. I mean, I, I, that's what I would do. I'd say what happened. Obviously, they did something enough to have their phone out to record the teacher freaking out, right? So they knew that the, they did something to make that reaction happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume that the kid was misbehaving in some way. I I don't know. You you hope that the adult in the situation it kind of has their head on their shoulders, but we've seen today's society with Karens and whatnot uh, and uh, OAN watchers that we can't really rely on that as being a standard anymore there's just a lot of like really weird people out there 100 percent. yep so what would you do i'd i'd write a very stern email to the teacher and then I, what see if my stern email resolved the situation <laughs> yeah uh that's, that's a weird story uh, i mean yeah. i mean if you if you if it gets in all seriousness, I would probably like reach out to the principal and yeah, if they're ask, the ask him to look into it. Yeah, like what happened here? Like, yeah, my child essentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, knock the phone out of her hand. Like, I mean, so the teacher seems really unstable, though. Like, to be completely honest here, the teacher seems like a complete maniac. Because I, I don't care who you are, you don't, does. you don't treat children like that, especially in a classroom setting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she, she they need to they need to look into it. Yeah. They need to she resolve shouldn't it. be in she shouldn't be teaching that class to begin with. 
regardless of whether that girl was on her phone or not, like, yeah, put your mask up and don't get in somebody's face during a pandemic. Like, you could go to jail for that these days. Like, yeah. Yeah, the the courts are not messing around. Like, people have gone to jail recently over, well, over like, talking at people aggressively. Well, like, they- yeah. But people who that uh, stormed our capital aren't going to jail. They're just getting probation. Right. Well, mm. they're, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this yeah, teacher's probably going men, to though. see a harsher punishment than the uh, insurrectionists. Sorry to go back to that, but it's true. That's a good point. No, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Got to keep bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's news to us. News Roundup. Southwest Airlines has canceled more than a thousand flights Sunday alone. They also canceled flights on Saturday as well as Monday. Uh, in total, on Sunday, it was tw- they canceled twenty nine percent of their scheduled flights. What's going on there? They say that it was due to weather and air traffic control issues, but the next closest airline uh, with the highest cancellation rate rate was Allegiant, and they only had six percent of their flights canceled. So mm, something's weird. going on with Southwest. Yeah, they're covering something up. The, I mean, you think they got not to spread rumors, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just I, the numbers don't add up. I think you're right, Katie. I think uh, it sounds like a hack. So the, yeah, like, I, there's a conspiracy theory that on um, regarding uh, there's a f- uh, ruling on f- and f- on Friday um, where 9000 uh, Southwest pilots had asked a federal court to block the airline's order that all employees get vaccinated against COVID-19. And the court did not block that. But the union saying that this is not a sick out. But a lot of people are speculating that oh. employees may be calling in sick. In yeah, probably because they didn't protest. get their shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, news roundup. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. Well, this is big news. A uh, very big news story. A woman flashed on the freeway, and somehow this made all the local news channels. I don't get it. She was driving down the freeway and just showed her her uh, boobies, and uh, this clip played all over the news. The news? Yeah. There she is. She, she has her head out the window and she uh, and her, her boobs. We have them blurred on the video here, but uh, yeah. So this was on a bunch of news channels. This is carried nationwide on all across the country. This happened in Florida. Of course so, it did. Chris, I want you to guess what law she broke and is going to be charged with? Oh, uh, reckless endangerment. No, not wearing a seatbelt. I was going to say hanging out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to think of with reckless endangerment. But I mean, yeah, like yeah. she could have the seatbelt on around her waist. No. I guess that could be your argument, but yeah, that's that's what she's. I being should be her with. lawyer. Like you don't have I mean, no charge, proof. Isn't that just a fine? Well, I mean, that's the law she broke. Mm. So I don't know. I guess she's gonna get a slap on the on the wrist for that. I guess I, I don't know. A slap on the tit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
I don't, what's that on the news? I don't know, but that was like on 16 different news channels. That's, I feel like that everyone... I think that's the story right yeah, there. Yeah, I think so too, because I'm pretty sure everyone, their, their younger selves have experienced either seeing boobs or flashing people. On the highway? Yeah. yeah. I think that's happened to everyone. I can't say it's ever happened to me. It has happened to you. I was with you. I missed it. No, you, you were driving. Yeah, that's why I missed it. Mm, well, I, I didn't miss everybody it. Everybody else in the car saw it except me. That's a shame. Because I was driving. Mm. I was very angry. <laughs> I was trying to keep my eyes on the road, make sure we all got there in one piece, and then you guys got a show. I, I've never seen it on the highway, but uh, I was on a ferry one time on like a like a bachelorette party ferry boat, like <laughs> buzzing the ferry. And like the eight of the girls, they were just, yeah. That was a nice boat, right? Where were you on a ferry? Good for them. Yeah, in like uh, Washington, uh, taking it across the sound or something. Oh, wow. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, it might have been from uh, um, Vancouver, BC to like uh, Victoria Island. And then like there was another ferry from Victoria Island to to Seattle or whatever it was. Mm. Oh, okay. A boat full of girls flashing. Yeah. Wow. All right. So we I didn't make news. You, you probably saw at least a legend oh. breasts. Yeah. Ten and a half. Yeah. Ten and a half. All right. Good for you. Uh Eddie hasn't. No, you never experienced this. No, I mean it happened next to my car while I was driving, like I said, but uh, I didn't You didn't get to see the boobs. How many how many boobs did you see in that when that happened? Four. Four? I thought it was just two. Now I'm even more, I'm doubly pissed. Get this man some uh, flashing going on. <laughs> I get yeah. this man some flashing. Uh, He'll start tweeting when he's going out for let, his... Let me uh, make that a bumper sticker. When he's driving, yeah. Get this man some flashing going on. <laughs> this will be my bumper I can, sticker. I can Jeffrey Tubin this podcast right now. All right. That's cl- close enough. I'll take it. Oh, God. Um, we'll be right back on It's News to Us with more News Roundup. <laughs> It's news to us. Adobe Radio. We're back. <laughs> uh, all right. News Roundup continues on. Here we go. It's news to us. News Roundup. Yeah. Oh. Alan West, a Alan. Texas uh, candidate uh, for the GOP nomination for governor, um, running against Greg Abbott. Uh, said he tested positive for COVID-19 and was uh, uh, taken into the hospital Saturday. His wife also tested positive, but she was vaccinated. Um, she was later released from the hospital um, after seeking treatment, whereas Alan West was admitted to the hospital for observation as his oxygen levels were, um, weren't high enough to allow him to go home. Um, the, he said that he attended a packed house at a gallon fundraiser in Texas on third Thursday on Thursday, but then found out he was COVID positive on Saturday, which, you know, doesn't sound very good I, to me. What I like about this story is that this guy has turned into a welfare queen because <laughs> he could have received a free COVID vaccine, um, shot, but in, which cost the government 
$39, but instead he ended up costing the government $1,250 for his antibody infusion and other medical visit. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, he, he, he was on, on Twitter. He says that, you know, we shouldn't, we should be fighting against vaccine mandates because it's a corruption of big pharma and bureaucrats and politicians. We're lining the pockets of all of them. We should be uh, advocating for the monoclonal antibody infusion therapy, which costs, I mean, I thought hundreds. What, what is this monoclonal antibody, antibody infusion therapy? What the hell is that? Uh, basically, it's where they take some, like uh, cells from an uh, individual who's had uh, COVID. Oh, and they it, got it. Yeah, it just boosts their immune system so they can fight it. And this guy says that's a better way to go about. It. That sounds so instead of a vaccine. So instead of a vaccine, you have like you go inside of somebody who's already had COVID, and then you take out their blood cells and give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that's yeah. almost like sucking the blood out of somebody, like a vampire. And it also costs twelve hundred dollars to do that versus forty bucks for a vaccine. <laughs> what a maniac! And we're talking about who lining the pockets of big pharma. Yeah. So bad. What an idiot. And he, and he's been he pushed it, he's been pushing all through this whole uh pandemic that, you know, mask mandates are stupid and ludicrous and of course you know, vaccines yeah. are dumb and blah 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 but like I mean, you taking up that hospital bed like who knows you might have impacted someone else who had something happen to them that was out of their control. And you took their their bed space, and they might have gotten seriously ill or died because you're a stubborn asshole who fucking won't listen to scientists. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about why. I, I agree. I, I can't put it any better than that. That was a terrible Forrest Gump. It was. It's news to us. News Roundup. Yeah! Okay, say you're at a busy shopping center and uh, you have a friend meeting you there and you see that there's an empty parking space and you know that this empty parking space will not be available for very long. Is it okay for you to stand in that empty parking space in this busy shopping center to save that space for your friend? You just standing there as an individual. When other people are trying to park there, you just stand there and try to hold it. No. Yes. Chris says yes. Jason says no. Uh, this is a picture that's posted on Reddit by Boom Shed. And They're- it's actually people holding two different spots in a busy uh, area, just standing there waiting for their friends. Chris, you say this is okay to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Why? You know, how's that okay? But, but, but the line is for cars, not people. I mean,. Is it okay for somebody to walk through the drive-thru at McDonald's too? I mean, I mean, I don't have a problem with that personally. I don't <laughs> think they let people do that for safety reasons. I don't know why that's an issue, but whatever. Imagine but, someone's in your drive-thru lane and they get hit by a vehicle, crush the person and kill them. Who do you think's held liable for that? The Hamburglar. Yes. So why are we talking about that? That's not what's going yeah, on here. But and yeah, you're right. Thank you, Chris, for getting us back on track. <laughs> yeah. But uh uh yeah, like let's say you're in line for something, you hold a spot like like if you're in line for movie tickets, do you freak out if like somebody's like the rest of their party walks up? If you've been waiting you know? for yeah, I would. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Not me. To me, that's different. By the way, waiting in line for movie tickets. What year is it? Uh, or whatever. Uh, you know, take your pick. <laughs> waiting in line for a roller coaster, I guess. Or like, but that that's different though. Like these people are standing where cars park, and there's other cars that have waited in the car line, and then they get to the area where they can park, and then there's two assholes standing there. Uh, because th- I to me the the car line is the line. It's not like you can't get out of the car line after you've and then and then as a person, people and cars not the same thing. What if what if they got there like? Eight hours before and put a fucking like camping chair in that parking spot. Does that okay, count? Okay, if it was before the car line even started. Does that count? Actually, it doesn't. That's messed up too. Because the but line Chris, is does cars. that count for you? No, no, that's you've bogus. claimed your spot. You've claimed your land. It's essentially what we're saying, right? I claim this no. land for me and my family. I mean, we all know that there's difference between leaving a camping chair there for 24 hours and then like like standing in a spot for like three minutes because okay okay you know i love that you brought up this around the corner i love that you brought up time is there a time limit where a per an individual can stand there and hold the spot not officially i don't know so they could be there for an hour and that's okay with you <laughs> i didn't say that not officially Look, there's a huge gray area What's but the time? Still what's the time, Chris? Chris, what's the time limit? I don't know. What's the time limit know. in your book? I don't know. I'm not comfortable putting a number to that. Well, 15 what, minutes? What would make you uncomfortable? As, where, where would you get frustrated? Like, if, okay, this is enough. If you like, uh, if you were somebody trying to park in that spot, you were in your car and these people said, we've been standing here for five minutes. That's Okay. But if they say we've been saying it for three hours, not okay. So let me flip the narrative. Let's let, let me go back to the movies. Have you ever held a seat for your friends? Like, how is this different? Seat where? In the movie, like waiting, like you get to the movie first, your friends. Yeah, you save their seat. You put your coat in the seat, right? That's perfectly acceptable. Only if they well, got up and they were like getting something from the concession stand. What? Yeah. You mean you don't believe that you could save seats for people who haven't come in yet? I mean, nowadays you you, you reserve it. So, I mean, I, I, get, it, I yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. But to me, cars, I think it's different. It's apples and oranges because there's a car line. Yeah. There's a vehicle. Vehicle line. What's it's, car it's line? line? What are you talking about? I don't, you, I keep hearing you say that. So I don't know what you mean. There's like a line of cars trying yeah. to find parking. The, 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 the There's a line of vehicles waiting to get into spots so these people the line yeah these people have another parking spot already and yet now they're jumping in to save two others i mean if you're so green chris wouldn't you think they should be carpooling anyway (laughs) Hmm. well environmentally friendly my ass world's (laughs) going down the toilet one way or the other um i got him i got him ladies and gentlemen i got him did you? I thought this was pretty yeah. fun. A uh, a guy called his parents and surprised them just before he jumped out of an airplane skydiving. And he did it on FaceTime. And his parents had no idea that he was about to do it. And uh, I think his parents are from, or they seem to be Irish, but 
Uh, here's here's what happened. So I'm about to jump out of the aeroplane. So they're watching their son FaceTime. It would be a real shame if he died. There you go. That's that's pretty fun. Those parents are badass. I, I like them. Yeah. Those are fun folks. Yeah. <clears throat> you can't really top that. Jumping out of a fucking airplane. You idiot. Um. What else? I think there's one. But oh, this yeah, one. This couple, one hits home. Yeah, a couple, couple of quick things here. This one hits home for Chris for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Using data from county health rankings and road and roadmaps. Twenty four seven Wall Street. I don't know what that is. Identified the U.S.'s most drunk counties, like in the, in the whole United States, and they're all where Chris lives. Yep. The, the 10 most drunk counties in the United States are literally, and Chris lives in one of these counties. You know that for a fact? Yeah. Wow. How do you know what county he lives in? Um, I assume because it, that I means this name is close to the county. Wait, you, I guess I, how much information do you want to give as far as where you live? That's fine. That's fine. You live yeah, in Kenosha, town, right? Whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. What, what county Kenosha is that? Kenosha County. Yep. Kenosha, Kenosha County. County. Okay. Uh, here's Kiwani County. I yeah. Think. His county's not in it. Okay. When I first look, when we were quickly doing the show prep, I thought it said Kenosha County. You mean carefully, not quickly. It's, it says uh, Kiwani County. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, but they're all in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, but anyways, you live in the drunkest state in the country, Chris. Well done. Yeah. It's uh, uh, these people do not mess around. How long have you been in Wisconsin? Uh, let's see. Like eight months? Seven, seven and a half months. How many pounds of cheese do you think you've eaten since <laughs> being there? Is that like a pounds thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, do no, you eat a lot yeah, more cheese not... now? I kind of do, yeah. And I ate a lot of cheese to begin yeah. with. And you increased your cheese in- intake. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. And, and when you say these people don't mess around, so the drinking habits there, does, do you, you think that the story is validated that they really, people they yeah. really do drink more than other places? Yeah. Like, how so? Yeah. Like, what? Give me an example. I don't quite understand. Like, how are they drinking more? Are they just drinking it like more in one sitting or in more often occasions? Or both? Both. Both. Yeah. No, like, people in their thirties and forties here drink. Like I used to drink when I was 20 and 21. So, so like just couple, anecdotally people I know. So a couple wine coolers and every night and that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, like, you know, like a daiquiri when you want to get crazy. Six or eight beers on a weeknight just to go to sleep, kind of. Or Whoa. Yeah. Just to go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Six or eight beers on a weeknight just to go to sleep. That's a problem. Yeah. I, I like the, everything you described as a major problem. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a, uh, yeah. Uh, the unofficial state motto is drink responsibly. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. And I saw another sign in a gas station that said, uh, Wisconsin, a drinking state with a cheese problem. <laughs> so it's part of the culture there. Like really it's part of the culture, man. It really. Yeah. Interesting. What's your favorite way of eating cheese oh, Cheese now? Like, what's the best way, in your opinion? Jason's all in the cheese. Thing. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> Melted and naked, yes. So uh, not only will you, you might get flashed on a Wisconsin highway, you also might see a naked man eating cheese driving down the road. His name's Chris, America. by the way. America. America. All right, one final thing real quick. A, uh, a man with no legs pranked flight attendants before he got onto his flight. He was boarding the flight on that on-ramp and uh, what was that thing called? The the uh, jetway. The jetway, yeah. And he <clears throat> pretended to fall off his wheelchair. Scared the crap out of everybody. Um, we have the video playing now. This guy has no legs. Obviously, if you're listening, you can't see it. Yeah, he scared the crap out of him. And, and to see that video, follow its news to us on Instagram. If you're listening, you have to go see this guy. Sense of humor. If I had no legs, I, w- I don't think I'd have a sense of humor. I think I would just be in a deep, dark state. You'd be Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, I'd be more of a Lieutenant Dan type. I don't think I'd be like joking around, pretending like I'm falling out of my chair. What, what kind of a uh, an amputee would you guys be? <laughs> I don't know, but thank you for asking. Uh, you know, I got my ups and downs, even with all my limbs. So, you know, I'd probably more be the same, I guess. I'd be sad. I mean, sometimes do you feel like your limbs are a burden, or or do you generally enjoy them? What? <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great show. You don't like that question? No, it's, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> sometimes... And Chris is going to answer it. Not, oh, not, not, not as much now, but when I was younger, I'd see people in wheelchairs and be like, why am I walking everywhere? Oh, my God. And now it's time to, when now, you can sit. Now it's time to end the show. Oh, my God. And now it's time. Someone to give me my beer and cheese. I must sit instead of walk. This man has had a, a lot of Gouda tonight, so just it's going I, straight to his head. I need my rascal. Uh, okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey.